Hi, I'm Jeb Blunt, author of People Buy You, and this is the Selling in a Crisis Daily Sales Briefing. Each day until this crisis is over, I'll be focusing on the topics that we're all worried about in this unprecedented time. How do I engage prospects the right way? How do I advance and close the opportunities in my pipeline? How do I find new markets? How do I protect my accounts? How do I keep my job? How do I maintain a positive mindset? And what do I need to do right now to come out on the other side of this crisis better than I am today? All right, we're back. I, you know, I've got a, a special bonus for you. The king of sales, Mr. Jeffrey Gittimer, was listening to our daily sales briefing at noon about getting ahead of the recovery curve. He has got some suggestions for you, so I'm bringing him on live right now as a bonus daily sales briefing for some tips and tricks from the king of sales on what you need to be doing right now to get ahead of the recovery curve. So welcome to the daily sales briefing, bonus briefing, Mr. Gittimer, and we are glad to have you on. My first question for you right now is what should people be doing today, salespeople, to get ahead of the recovery curve? There's two things to do. Number one, wake up earlier. And number two, love what you do or get the heck out of it. Because if you don't love what you do, your message is going to be perceived as insincere and contrived. People are going to get it. There's going to be a new language. This is not an, a recovery. It's going to be a new normal. And that new normal is going to reflect who you have become during this period of dormancy. Everybody's got to wake up. Everybody's got to do something different, better than they did the day before, or they're screwed. Because there's going to be three kinds of people as we emerge. Winners, watchers, and whiners. And you have to decide which one you're going to be by what you're doing right now. So, Jeffrey, you said something that, that, was, that was profound, interesting. You said who you have become during this crisis. Could you expand on that a little bit more? Because you're implying that people may have, in the last six weeks or so, four to six weeks, changed the person they were, they were before they came into the crisis. And then talk about how that can impact you. Unfortunately, Jeb, many of the people have stayed the same during this crisis. They went out to the supermarket and bought more beer than they've ever bought before or more wine than they've ever bought before. And they're going to end up losing because they binge watch something stupid. I'm going to binge read something for me. I'm going to write something that's important to my customers as I emerge. I'm going to change my language because right now it's sell to help and help customers win, and that's what has to emerge. And if you think you can be the same that you were when you started, you're, you're gonna get passed by people that have prepared. That's an interesting concept, I think, because when, when I think about coming into the crisis where we were as a, and, I, and where I am as a human being, one of the things that I've told people a lot is that I'm going to be a different person coming out of it. I've, I've used this time to reflect on who I am, what I am, my behaviors, how I'm running my business, where, where my business is going to go in the future. And, and really, like, what do I want to get out of life during this period of time? I've, I felt like this has been the most beautiful period of time in my life to just have that reflection. I'm, I'm sad for what's happening around the world. I'm really sad for people who've lost their jobs. I'm sad for people who've lost family members and I'm sad for the entire world for what we had to go through. Uh, and, and I believe that, you know, part of going through this is 
that you you begin to mourn just a little bit because so much has been lost. We've lost memories. We've lost first times of doing this or that. We've lost times of spending, you know, spending with our friends and family. Uh, and and I think that humans are supposed to mourn just a bit. Now, some people are mourning with a, you know, a 12-pack of beer. Other people are mourning with a good book. But we're supposed to go back and look at that loss. But on the flip side, inside of that loss, inside of mourning, is typically where we find the path to gratitude. And I'm, I'm curious, Jeffrey, from your standpoint, um, how, how does... How does that that concept of of seeing gratitude help the person who is looking ahead of the curve? I am blessed with a daughter who's 11 years old. I know I should not have an 11-year-old daughter, but I do. Um, I'm with her every other week. I'll actually be with her starting at 6 o'clock tonight for another week. But we laid in bed. I like to hang out with her just a little bit before we go to sleep. And I asked her to recall all the moments of joy that she's had in her first 11 years. Now, she, keep in mind, um, she was having trouble getting to sleep because she's involved in the pandemic the same way that we are. It just affects her differently. <clears throat> so I asked her to go back to Paris, to go back to New York City and find those moments in joy. And you know what happened? She was asleep in five minutes. So you can mourn or you can lament but you also have to relive some of the moments that brought you total joy in your life so you can understand how this has to emerge. You have to emerge with attitude. I'm, I'm creating an entire course on recovery because I believe that that's the place where we have to be. Everybody is going to need to come out of this in a brand new way, a new normal, because the old normal is not coming back, Jeb. So, Let's. We've talked about what people should do, and I love the. I love that you can go back, you relive, you know, relive joy, and think about the things in the past because that gives you the vision for the future. What should people not be doing right now in order to get ahead of the recovery curve? What are the What are the bad things, uh, bad habits? What are those? You can address time two different ways. You can spend time or you can invest time. And if you spend time, you're watching Netflix, you're doing stupid things, you're, you know, but if you invest time, even if it's just taking a walk, you're doing something for yourself. Invested time is reading a book, writing something, thinking about an idea or a project, um, coming up with something that you can do that will be productive. How can you help other people at this moment in time? What can you do? Not You don't have to give yourself to society. But you do have to give yourself, number one, to yourself first, your family second, your friends and close communications third, your business fourth, and your customers fifth. Those are the things that you need to focus on in areas of help. Once you do that, you'll have a game plan to emerge with. Until you do that, you're going to be spending time rather than investing time. I love it. Beautiful. So let's end with 3.5 habits that people should be doing right now to get themselves ready for the recovery that we know is going to come. You built a studio just in time. You didn't know what was coming, but you knew it was the best thing to do for your career to be able to stay home shoot videos that can help more people than you could face in a 
an audience of 500 people is one thing. An audience of 5 million people is a whole other thing. So that's the challenge that you're looking at at this moment in time. I'm going to recommend these 3.5 things. Wake up in the morning and read, write, and prepare. Those are three things that you can do. And you do it at 5 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning before anybody else wakes up. You find your favorite chair and your favorite space. I'm in my space right now. And the point five are what happens when you read, write, and prepare. It causes you to think and create. If you do those five things, and, and I'll confess to you, I've been doing those five things every single day for the past 25 years. And so far, it's working. It's brought me friends like Jeb Blunt and other people in the, in the, the world that I can't say grace over. People have called me from all over the world to just to find out how I'm doing. And I try to call two or three people a day from my network of friends and, and acquaintances to find out how they're doing. People all over the world. I'm sure you're doing the same thing. Now is a time to think about who you are and who you want to become and what you need to do to make that gap full. Who you are, who you want to become, work your ass off in the middle. I like that. That's very good. That, excellent, excellent uh, advice. You know, you talked about the studio, and you're exactly right. We spent a half a million dollars uh, over the last 12 months building a studio complex. So we've got uh, four big studios here, and we're able to deliver e-learning and virtual training like no one else is delivering in the world. We, it's absolutely blowing people away because we're running full-on productions. Our, our, our virtual training set is a four-camera set. And uh, my son, who is in the room with me holding up a green dot, which means he's got a question for you. Uh, I, uh, he said when we were walking in, he goes, man, that was like the luckiest thing that you ever did to build the studio. And then partly he is right. We got really, really lucky. But, but what we did was I built this company in the recession, the last recession. And I learned a lot of lessons from that. And one of the lessons that I learned is that winter is going to come and there's going to be a dip. And I just was looking at the economic run we were having, and I knew that another recession was going to come. When there's a recession, people don't quit training, they quit traveling. So if we were ready, then we would be able to pivot. And because of that, over the course of March, we've just been able to switch all of our classroom trainings into virtual training. And because we're delivering virtual training at a level that no one has ever seen, we have customers now that are saying, you know what, this might work for us long term because right. we got ahead of the curve. And I think you can, if you come out of this, think about what did you learn in the recovery so that when this happens again, and it will, I wasn't expecting it to happen this soon, but when it happens, you, you feel no pain. You just keep on moving and everything is okay. So I'm going to throw this at you just so you, I'm sorry. No, go I'm ahead. I'm going to throw this at you just so you have an understanding. You talked about how lucky you were. And I'm going to give you the advice from a mentor of mine from about 35 years ago. He said, Jeffrey, hard work makes luck. You ain't lucky. You're a hardworking human being who is smart and has some ability to see the future in a way that, that causes preparation. Um, Self-aggrandizingly, I'm holding this thing up. Get Shit Done is a book that will help you understand where you're wasting your time right now and how you can become a hell of a lot luckier by working your ass off. Awesome. So we got a couple of questions uh, over here Shoot. in the corner. Give me a question. You guys have been in sales Shoot. for a very long time. This Season is two. 
an almost unprecedented event. In your professional opinion, what does the sales landscape look on the other side? Are, is there going to be a massive change or will things go relatively back to the same? So I don't know if you heard that, uh, Mr. Gittimer, but uh, what, what does the landscape look like on the other side? Good. Okay. The landscape is what you and I are doing right now. The landscape is going to be virtual. You're going to be having more cups of coffee on Zoom than you've ever had at Starbucks. You're going to be able to reach out to people who have been forced in this time to become virtual. And no one knew what Zoom was in the corporate world unless you were a leader or a trainer. Now, everybody knows. And you're going to be able to set meetings with people with the right background. You can't have an unmade bed. <laughs> but the bottom line is you're going to be able to do it in a way that was never done before, faster, more economical, and will lead you to faster decisions. Excellent. We got another question over here. Uh, more of a shout out. Uh, George Yang Quindy, all the way from Singapore, is sending you both support. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just, just to make your point, right? So we're touching people who are in Singapore. And I do agree with you. I think that the world is virtual and a little bit of self-aggrandizing and grandizement. I'll have a brand new book called Virtual Selling that will be on the street March or May 15th. Uh, and it'll all be all about how you blend all of these different uh, elements to, to connect with prospects. I got another question over here. One more shout out, uh, Gerald Aldana from the Philippines is sending support now too. Singapore and the Philippines, amazing. Got another question? Right. No more questions. Mr. Gittimer, I'm gonna give you final words and then we are gonna be out. I've decided to do a Facebook Live every morning at 10 o'clock on my, on my business Facebook page. It's getting almost 10,000 engagements a morning now. I'm gonna keep it up. I'm going to present to my audience in a way that they understand that there is a value that they can derive from rededicating themselves to personal excellence. I'm challenging them every day to redo their thinking. I'm not selling anything at the end. I'm not putting you in my funnel. I'm simply giving you an ability to get to the next level on your own and with the help of others. Jeb, um, love you. Totally love you respect too. what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And uh, that is it. We are done with the bonus daily sales briefing. Go check out Mr. Gittimer at Gittimer.com. Thousands of sales professionals and companies from around the globe have already enrolled in our master online course called Selling in a Crisis. Through 44 studio quality videos and lessons, you'll learn exactly what you need to do right now to outsell this crisis. Check it out for yourself or your entire team at crisis.salesgravy.com. That's crisis.salesgravy.com. And you can save 50% with this podcast-only coupon, Crisis50. That's Crisis50.